This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. There's one way to make sure your employer feels your absence after they let you go. 25-year-old sales and marketing professional named Marchie. Is a M-A-R-C-H-I-E. That's Marchie, isn't it? I think it might be Marcy. Marcy? But with, there's an H. With an H? Yeah. Marchie is like, uh, is that a real name, though? Marchie's weird. Uh, I was going viral on TikTok for a recent prank she pulled on her office after being laid off. She printed out a ton of images of herself, and there were uh, speech bubbles where they, uh, what she'd be saying various things. She stuck them everywhere in the office to show that she'd never actually leave. The best part is that she numbered them, and she skipped some numbers, so they'd never think that they'd found all of them. She also shared an image that a former coworker sent her of them collecting the photos they'd found on a whiteboard. How did that make the national news? I don't know. Who gives a rat's ass? I thought that was going to be a good story. <laughs> this prank gets, when things are getting so elaborate where I go, wait, what? Uh... You know who she looks just like? Who? She looks like Louie Anderson. Really? I'm not kidding you. She could be Louie Anderson's sister. Look at her. She looks just like Louie. Louie, did you come back as a woman? That picture right there looks just like him. Sure you, know, you know what we should do is find this woman and say, you know who you look exactly like? No. Louie Anderson. No, nobody wants Yeah, maybe. maybe <laughs> I love Louie Anderson. If somebody told me I looked like him, it would not go well. I made that mistake about three weeks ago. What did you do? There was a, there was a woman who was on stage at a show, and she was a little bit of a bigger woman, but very funny, incredibly funny. And as I'm sitting up there, I look at one of the other comics and I go, doesn't she remind you of Mike, who's another comic in town? And they're like, oh, my gosh, yes, they look like they they could be brother and sister. So we're in the green room. And I said, you are incredibly funny. I'm like, I've never seen you before. You are so funny. And she said, thank you so much. I said, we were all talking. I said, you could definitely be another comic, Mike. You could be his sister. And she's like, well, what's Mike look like? And I showed her a picture of Mike. She was mortified. Yeah. Mortified. She was like, you think I look like that guy? I'm like. Okay, hang on a second, sister. Cause, oh, God. Because Mike's got kind of a pot belly and he's got a bunch of tattoos, but yeah. he's in, he looks like a Campbell soup boy. He's got yeah, the, not the great. big cheeks and Everything she was is, like, nope, yeah. nope, not great. And we don't love it. It was in that moment where I was like, I should, probably should have kept I my mouth shut. I realized in that moment I made yeah. a huge mistake. Yeah, insert the Wonder Years voiceover. <laughs> totally. That was when and he I found love, himself with a fork great. in his thigh. <laughs> I love that narration, by yeah. the way. That was good narration. Daniel, what was his name? He was one of the wet bandits from Home Depot. Or not Home Depot, Home Alone. <laughs> Sorry, like, Home, oh, Depot, Home yeah. Depot, you know. <laughs> but I was following. Chamber. I was like, I know that yeah. the words he's saying are wrong, but I know what he's saying. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's not... Not the one. I think no. you got to think twice before you start talking about what people look like. Do you get, do you get a celebrity people think you look like? Um, I get a lot of Charlie Day. Oh, yeah. yeah. You get the vibe. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I can, I can yep. see more of the vibe than the looks. Because, like, especially when I get all animated and upset yeah. about things, because then my voice just goes super big like this. Yeah. It's just like Charlie. Exactly. Yeah. But, yeah. How about yeah. you, Tom? Do you get any lookalikes? Yeah, but I can't. His name is Ian something. He's a He's an... I think he's an Irish or English actor. Okay. I don't think I look anything like him, but some people, and I think maybe it's just the faces he makes that like, I make the same kind of face that he. I see. What the hell's his name? He's in Tombstone. He was in. You'd know if you saw if I saw his picture. You'd you'd definitely Ian. I can't remember his name, but he's got he's he's got an accent. Hmm. I don't think I look anything like him. Maybe it's just a scowl. Uh, Ian Wolverton. No, I don't think that's it. Because he was in the movie Tombstone. Ian Wolverton is his name. Yeah. Fleming? Not Ian Fleming. No, he was a writer. Ian, I don't remember the guy. Huh. Ian Gillen? Is that somebody? 
Uh, try that. Who is Ian Gill? G I L L E N. Somebody just said, I think it's Ian Gillen, but I don't. I don't know. I will look it up while you're looking. Okay, Ian Gillen, uh, English singer. I guess maybe I could see a little bit of the uh, the vibe. Probably not he's when got, he was young. He's got blue eyes, so I could see that. Well, yeah. I don't think that's the right guy then. Okay. So Ian Gill, it's Ian G I L L E N. I'll take a. I'll take a gander here. You know who I always get? No, that's not the guy. No. He's a different guy then. Huh. It's, I can't remember. I was trying to think of what the hell. He's always in a lot, he's in a lot of cowboy movies. I, I, whatever, it doesn't matter. Brian Dennehy? <laughs> no, not Brian <laughs> Dennehy. You got a little Brian Dennehy in you. Yeah? He weighed about 500 pounds, no, but other than that, not. died young of fat. Brian Dennehy's still alive, isn't he? Hell no, he's dead. Yeah, he's died 2020. Jesus. April. You look like a dead guy, Tom. Okay. The pandemic was starting, and he's like, I'm out of here. Um, do you know who I get all the time, and I swear it's just because of her eyebrows, is Lake Bell. Do you guys know who that is? You no, look so much like Lake Bell. I never realized until you just said it. Yeah, yeah. I, I get that look one. That up. Yeah, I get. And I honestly think it's only because of the eyebrows, and I get a lot of like, Oscar the Grouch. You know what I mean? I get anything yeah. with my eyebrows, I get a lot of. Uh, she's in a movie called In a World. It's so good. That's all about the voiceover world. It's Tom, so you should good. watch that. That's a really good movie. Why don't you be pissed off at your friends? She's a homely version of you. Well, that's far too nice because she's far prettier than oh, me. Oh, the hell she is. She's not even close to as pretty yeah, as you are. Yeah, I agree are. with Brittany. She's way prettier than me. <laughs> Thank you. I honestly don't believe, I don't trust anybody who says the opposite. No, AKA she's, Tom. She looks like. Ian no, McShane. She, Everyone keeps writing That's it. Ian that's McShane. exactly oh. what it was. Ian McShane. They're 100% right. So do I look like Ian McShane? Yeah. Oh, I do? Absolutely okay, I'll, I'll you do. Oh. Ian okay. McShane. Yeah, that's exactly, that's the guy. Right there. Okay, let me look at the picture. I mean, he's got some goofy faces, but the crabby ones where he's bastard. just doing kind well, of because he looks like a crabby bastard. Is that why I look like him? That is the guy, though. It is Ian McShane. You're right. But with the curly hair ones, not when he cuts his hair too short. You, you see the that one picture hair. where he's pointing back at the camera? Oh, my God. So many people wrote in Ian McShane. No, I could see that I do look. When he's pointing back at the camera, I do look exactly like him in that picture. Yeah. God. Why couldn't it have been some handsome guy? Explain it to me. Yeah, well, it's almost better. Well, she doesn't even argue the point. What do you mean? It's He's fine. You're, you're a hot version of Ian yeah, McShane. Don't and I'm an it. ugly version of Lake now. Bell. And don't we live our lives. Don't try to make it up now. You're out of the mix. Did you guys see this picture of Ian McShane when he's laying on a bed naked with a Labrador in between his I'm legs? I'm going to have to look at that. What? Where the hell did you... What? Oh, this is so Where? weird. I think it's a... No, that's a dachshund. That's oh, that's a, a, okay, I can't see. I, I have Where a lack of a better word, that's a wiener dog right there. Oh, I'll show you, Tom. Okay. I do worry. know it's a dog, though. I can see that. My yeah. computer has okay. seen worse. That's not him, is it? That's yeah. a thousand percent him. They, they put his head on another person's body. Uh, that head's way too big for no, that body. Uh, the 70s were a wild time, a man. Yeah, okay. <laughs> they put uh, a wiener dog. It's Here, look, so what's all over my wiener? It's a wiener dog. dog. What dog. Ooh, Ian McShane's wife. Let's see if it looks like Catherine. Oh, she's actually a very pretty woman. Gwen Humble. Man. Yeah, his wife's far too attractive for him, just like me. This got me down a rabbit hole. Now I'm looking at the Burt Reynolds when he's laying out on that. Oh, yeah, yeah. with his hand over his... Yeah, yeah, love that for me. Remember Johnny Carson's great line about that picture? What's that? Because Burt Reynolds came on the show after they did but There's a picture of Burt Reynolds laying naked on his, I believe, left side, and his hand is covering his junk. Mm -hmm. So he can't see his package, Yes, right? sir. 
And Johnny Cars goes, oh, by the way, I, I saw that picture of you uh, that was posted. Uh, very, very impressive. I don't know if you know this or not, but before they uh, contacted you about doing that, uh, they wanted me to do the picture. This is Johnny Carson saying this now. They wanted me to do the picture, but they couldn't find a catcher's mitt. Oh, that's so good. Carson was hilarious. Ian McShane's wife is gorgeous. Yeah, very pretty woman. Very lady. pretty woman. So is she related to Catherine? Because they're both nuts. Ian McShane and me, nice choices. Nice choices. <laughs> that's all we're saying. No, yeah, there are some pictures I do. And not all pictures. There's some pictures I don't look anything like him. But some of the some of the pictures I do look a lot mm-hmm. like him. You're right. And I'm not saying that I'm proud of that. I'm just saying it's a fact. Sure. Yeah, yes, yes. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You feel me? I, bro, I feel you. Did you just call me bro? I would love to say that I'm hey, in this bro. conversation, but I'm looking at, like, 70s uh, half-naked men uh, laid out on things. Well, thank you. So how's that going um, for you? It's going okay. I, it's surprising, like what they got away with Who's in the '70s. Yeah. Some actor, Scott, something. I have no idea who that it's, is. It's uh, Scott Brown, 1982. <clears throat> I'm just surprised how much they could put on there. I bet you that Burt Reynolds thing broke it did, the world yeah. for it, a while. You're absolutely right. It did because I remember when that picture came out. Then everybody had to do that. Like cut the comedy, you pill, right? Yeah, just show us, show us your goods. We're sick of you hiding it. Is that what you're saying, or no? Yeah, something like that. Ah! No question about that. No question. Give us what we came here for. Would you stop looking at pictures of naked men for? I'm Christ not sake? anymore. We got an hour Bell. left to do. We got 45 <laughs> minutes left in the show, <laughs> and you're looking at dick pics. That's great. No, unfortunately, they're not dick pics. They're oh, covering they're up, and it's so annoying. Just show us what we came so, here for. So you're bored stiff now. Yeah, is that what you're saying? Stiff is. Are the you correct. are you okay with full frontal male nudity in TV shows and series, Tom? I don't really care. Okay. Because there's a really good series on HBO called Minx, M-I-N-X. So oh, yeah. I, don't, I don't know that one. Jack it's Johnson. Or Jake no, Johnson. Jake Johnson. I always say Jack. Um, that, the way, okay, so Minx is, you could do the setup, but I just have to say one of the characters is written, you can tell, by a woman for women. That's oh, really? Jake Johnson's oh, character. Really? Yes. I mean, he, if you were a guy, you'd go, I don't understand why everybody is obsessed with him. But like me and my mom are both like, Oh, he's so yeah. good. Jake Johnson? Yes. Yeah. So I, got a good, I got a really good friend named Jake Johansson. You want me to bring him in? Sure. Sure. We'll see if he looks like him. Yeah, Actually, J- Jake is a pretty handsome guy. There so you that's go. Good. Um, very funny, too. But he's yeah. A very funny guy. Give us a setup for Minx. I'm sorry to interrupt you. So Minx is, a, they had to call it Minx, but essentially what it is, it's the story of Playgirl and how Playgirl magazine oh, right. yep. came about. Yep. And obviously they've taken a couple of you know liberties when it comes to the creative storytelling with it. But it was basically during a time when you know it, Hugh Hefner was huge, Playboy was on top of the world, all these guys, all these magazines. It was definitely a man's world. And all of a sudden these women were like, what about something for us? And there was a, there was a couple of women who were a part of it that were very, like, they were huge into feminism. Oh, okay. And they said, this is actually sort of liberating. And the next thing you know, they put it out, and housewives across America go bananas for it. Oh, really? Just like, uh, yeah, just like the Playgirl story. When that started hitting shelves, they didn't know what to do with it because people wanted it, and they were selling out everywhere. But there's this thing about, like, women aren't supposed to have that sort of those magazines in the house and it's okay for men but not women and yeah but it's a very it's such a great uh, series where yes, how uh, do they get to the point that the men can do it but women can't what the hell is that i don't it's it's such a good 
show, and they really combine like what do actual women want when they're they want the photos, but they also want more to yeah. it. And I thought that they did that show really well. What do you mean more to it? Like they want stories, uh, articles. they want oh, articles. Yeah. Oh, there's there's oh, like really? a backstory to this guy rescues puppies and also has like a mom he visits once a week. They want they want some background to yeah. it. Ladies and gentlemen, we got to take a break. Be right back. Phil Mackey and Kent Herbeck will join us right after this. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. There's plenty of thoughts that come into your head when you think the name Killebrew. Of course, there's the Minnesota baseball legend, Harmon, who was responsible for many a favorite memory at the old Met Stadium in Bloomington, and many a baseball that ended up in the stands and in the gloves of adoring fans from his home runs. There's Killebrew Drive, the legendary road that connects Highway 77 to the Mall of America, and a day of shopping you'll never forget. My current thoughts for the name Killebrew is fun floats in our kitchen with my kids and grandkids, a cool, refreshing break in between innings at Target or CHS Field. Or maybe a perfect sunset paired with a sweet, frothy beverage after fishing or on your favorite walleye lake. Killebrew Root Beer and Cream Soda. Grab a six-pack at a grocery or convenience store near you. I'm Tom Bernard. This spring and summer, enjoy the one Killebrew Root Beer and Cream Soda. Gluten and caffeine-free with a generous portion of delicious thrown in. Killebrew, where memories are created and legends are made. It's Tom Bernard for the Power Lodge and the world's largest Bennington pontoon dealer, Miller Marine in St. Cloud. Temps are up, prices are down. We just hit 88 degrees, so Miller Marine and Power Lodge are offering hot 88 summer deals for the next two weeks only. Get a Bennington pontoon for $28,888. And as a bonus, the first eight pontoons come with a trailer for $1,888. Finance it all for just $288 a month. Want something larger? Get a tri-tune starting at $43,888 or just $488 a month with over 300 pontoons in stock. They've got what you need at the world's largest Bennington dealer, Miller Marine and Power Lodge. Payment terms and credit limits are subject to credit approval, so come on, it's time to get serious about your throttle therapy with this two-week deal until June 17th. Check selection at PowerLodge.com and MillerMarine.com. Hot 88 summer deals with Bennington pontoons are now at the Lodge and Miller Marine. And please tell them Tommy sent you. This is Bob Sansevier, and I want to tell you about Dave Bialki from Bialki Law. Dave represented my wife, Mary, when she had a significant workplace injury. She was very happy with the job Dave did. If you have a work-related injury and have Dave represent you, I'm betting you'll be happy too. Dave is a down-to-earth guy. He grew up in northern Minnesota, rides a Harley, and worked various jobs doing concrete, electrical, plumbing, roofing, and carpentry work. Dave works for people with work-related injuries. If you work construction, or anywhere for that matter, and you're hurt or even just hurting, you should talk to Dave. Let's face it, our bodies wear out. If your body is worn out from work, if your knees or back or shoulders hurt from things you do at work, do what Mary did. Call Dave and talk to him about it at Bialki Law to set up a free initial conversation consultation. The number to call is 763-571-2410. That's 763-571-2410. Or visit BialkiLaw.com. That's B-I-A-L-K-E-Law.com. The new Tom Bernard Morning Show is proud to have partners like North American Banking Company, Bradshaw and Bryant, MyPillow, and attorney and advertiser Dave Bialki. I've been advertising on Tom Bernard's shows for years. I like Tom, not just because he's a good guy, but because the ads I run on his show bring me new clients that are hurt at work and need legal help. Tommy B works for me. Grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Visit TomBernardShow.com keyword partner.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. I just got a really, really nice text message from uh, my friend. You know, guys know Jeff Warner. You know Warner Stallion, right? Yeah. You know Jeff, don't you? You guys ever worked with Jeff? Yeah. He's an old friend. Said, weird that you came into my thoughts the other day when driving. Remember Sunday golf, then to River's Edge for brunch. Yeah, he and I, Jeff and I used to play a lot of golf together, go have a little brunch. And maybe we'd gather a brother or two of Jeff's and we'd... Go out and squeal a little bit. What? Oh, God, it was fun. Jeff, that was very, very nice of you. Thank you. I hope you're listening because uh, Jeff's a hell of a good guy. Jeff Warner, you know what I'm saying. In any case, ladies and gentlemen, I got to say this every Friday, and it just wears me out. Minnesota legend Kent Herbeck Sports is brought to you exclusively by Killebrew Old Fashioned Root Beer and Cream Soda at the ballpark up north or in your fridge. Killebrew Root Beer and Cream Soda. So you're talking Phil Mackey, ladies and gentlemen. Let the legendary Phil Mackey. No, oh, the fu- the future potentially somewhat legendary Phil Mackey. Okay, one. Maybe. I have one rule: turn your goddamn hat around. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Oh, is that is this a thing with Tom? No, Tom, it's not. is this a thing? It's I cannot do it. That's the one problem I have. <laughs> if I turn my hat around, I look like I'm mentally ill. Well, maybe I do anyway. <laughs> oh, you know, no, you don't look mentally ill. By the way, Phil, I said I looked over at Brittany when I said that, and she turns away. No, what do you mean? No, yeah, sorry, yeah. But keep in mind, I'm the only one who said no. Everybody else had an option here. That's true, and they all stabbed me. Right Right in the back. Right. It was like, uh, yeah, Tom, uh, the backwards hat isn't what makes you look mentally ill, is what everyone was thinking here. That's what, <laughs> is that what it is? You might be right about <laughs> it that. May, it's not it may the be hat, the yeah. threatening strangers or... Uh... <laughs> okay, what I need from the two of you, I'm talking about Kent Herbeck and Phil Mackey here, ladies and gentlemen, I need to now come up with something to do so I don't have to watch the twins right now. Oh. <laughs> Kent, they're driving me insane, Mr. Herbeck. I love that team, and they're driving me in- insane. That's all I'm saying. Good morning, by the way, folks. Uh, oh, yes, and you sir. can wear your you can wear your hat backwards if you're a catcher. That was Timmy Laudner's line. If you're a catcher, you can wear your hat backwards, but other than that, nobody can wear their hat backwards. See? What, what if I, what if I uh, was a catcher well, Phil, in fifth-grade baseball? Fifth-grade baseball. They put old Macadac behind the plate a couple – and then they, <laughs> by the time sixth grade rolled around, they're like, I think uh, – I think we'll put someone else back there. Bill, actually. do not let these old men bully you into wearing something differently. I come in your. Thank you. Old put it back men. on the way that you want. There you go. You need it's to come backwards. Yes. I, yes, I, I was a catcher in fifth grade. There I am go. in the club. You were a catcher. You know? They you're have legal. all these rules all the time, always, and they're not real. You're fine. <laughs> I, I can't. 
I can't wear a hat backwards myself either. No, I can't. I can't. I, I don't know. It's just really uncomfortable, but there's What's, no reason it should be. I like the people that wear their hat backwards, and then, then they put their hand up to shade the sun. <laughs> oh yes, there, that's, my that's favorite be me one. Later today, uh, yeah. <laughs> I am not kidding. My favorite one, both of you, or all of you, actually. There's, there's a guy at a baseball game, and his buddy took a picture of him. He's got his hat on backwards and his sunglasses on the bill of his backwards hat. So in other yeah. words, they're facing behind him. Yeah. And he's got his hand over his eyes, shading from the sun. <laughs> <laughs> what a moron! Oh God. <laughs> But at least, at least the back of his moron. head is properly protected against those aggressive UV rays. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> On his neck. His neck was totally covered. That was good. So, so um, Tom, are, yes, sir. are you throwing in the towel here? No, but right now it's like, well, Kent, you know me since I was nine years old. I have loved the Minnesota Twins. I adore my Minnesota Twins. But when they score, what is it, seven runs in seven games? Let's, okay, let's, let's pick up the pace, shall we? Um, yeah, they could. That would help. Um, yeah, to have a, a under 500 record and be in first place, yes, it says Jesus. a lot about the, the division, I guess, right now. It's true. But, but uh, you know what? They have three divisions, and and uh, they're leading one of them. So, <laughs> hey, you got a chip on a chair, man. You got a chance. Oh, listen, a chip on a chair. I like that. Yeah. Now, I mean, my problem is, as you've always known, Mr. Herbeck, is I love my Minnesota Twins. It's not, it's not, I just don't, it's not even that I like the Twins. I absolutely love that team, the enjoyment that I had. The first, I went to my first game at nine years old, their first year in the league. I was taken right. by Dave Anderson's father, and we sat there. I literally thought I was in heaven. The lights and the green grass and everything is just... Look, I come from North Minneapolis. Nobody's grass look anywhere near that good. I'm here to tell you. It just didn't happen. But I will never forget how I felt that day. And to this day, all these years later, I still feel that way about my twins. So when they're horrible, like they are right now, uh, it's painful for me. Let me just put it that way. I think it's probably painful for them themselves. I I would think so, yeah. (laughs) What is the deal, Kent? Why and Phil, you too? I'd like to hear your take. Why can't they hit right now? What happened? I mean, they're better teams. I understand. Um, yeah, they, you know, they just got done playing Tampa, who has been on uh, yeah one of the best runs ever in the game as far as the start of the season. You know, they got a. I watched the games this weekend. I didn't recognize anybody's name on that team. It was weird. I mean, yeah. I just didn't know a lot of the guys' names, but these guys are are playing. Fantastic baseball. Um, you go, you, you, you know, you go into a, a series and, and your team is struggling, and you're playing this, the team that has the best record in baseball. Yeah, and uh, you're gonna you're gonna look a little. <laughs> you're not gonna look good, and they didn't. They uh, they struggled. That's for sure. I mean, they had a couple couple chances in a couple of games. They kept them close. Yep. Uh, except for one game, I guess. But uh, no, I. Um, you know, you, you get in that funk and usually, usually, you know, it's for a couple of days or a couple of guys go in the funk and somebody else picks you up, you know, somebody gets called up or somebody else, you know, goes at it and has, you know, starts having a good week or whatever, or picks the team up a little bit, but they have got nobody right now jumping on and saying, Hey, get on my back, boys. I'm taking the load here today. And, mm-hmm. and, uh. And swinging a bat, and sometimes it, it seems like it gets contagious. Well, they got the wrong <laughs> they got the wrong disease right now. They they got the contagious disease where nobody can hit. Right, right. 
Why did, is there any reason for that? To, I mean, you can't blame it on the the batting coach, obviously, that that everybody's in the tank. But wh- why right. does that happen? What happens? Uh, you know what? It's it's uh, you know something uh, back in the day when I played a hundred years ago. Um, you know, you you got in a funk and you tried getting out of it some way. You tried different batting practice. You t- didn't didn't take batting practice just to try to right. get out and have a couple days off. Um, you know, you try to go back to the old theory: see ball, hit ball. You know, don't try to. And I think I think getting in a in a slump nowadays with with the way they swing the bats at the plate, um, going with this launch angle stuff and all that kind of stuff. Um, when you're off. Um, this is just personal opinion, of course. When you're off, you're off. But I mean, you got to start making contact and start, you know, mm-hmm. knocking the ball the other way, making contact. You know, get the old dreaded duck fart hit once in a while. <laughs> uh, dump one in there. Uh, well, then Phil has to do the sound effect. That was good. <laughs> it was actually the pork, the spicy pork chops last night. Oh, uh, well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Smooth and stable. Shout out. I understand. So that, I mean, that's the oh, way we kind of went sorry. about it. Empty, oh, empty mind, full bat. It's like it's like playing golf. You go up there and you're thinking about everything, and you get all set up, and you get all you know. You go, okay, my, you know, my legs are right, my stance is right, my hands are right. You take the club back, you swing, and you fire right in the woods. You know how many times that happens, and then you put down another ball and go, ah, dang it! You wind up and whack it right down the middle without even thinking about it. Right? Are How many bring, times does that happen? No, did you bring player? did you bring that up because of the my uh, throwing out the first pitch at the Twins game in August? Is that why you're bringing this up? Uh, going way left with the ball? Is that what you're saying? It's going to go viral. It's going to go viral. You're, you're going to hit someone in the nads, and it's going to go viral on TikTok. Right. I will. Um, I will never forget the look on your face when I literally because I forgot because I had been on a mound in forever that your left foot's a lot lower than your right foot, so the ball's going to go left, so you have to prevent it from doing it. I literally almost threw it in the damn dugout. Well, it's a good thing you didn't fall on your face. Let's put it that way. Well, that's true. That's exactly right. <laughs> and Mr. Herbeck just didn't even look to see where the ball went. He just stared at me like, "What the hell was that?" <laughs> I didn't even make an attempt to try to catch it. No, he did not. He did not. It was wonderful. So that was brought up again today. Uh, yesterday, excuse me, uh, Mr. Herbeck. People bring that up to me all the time. Hey, nice uh, throwing out the first pitch there, Tom. That was nice. You know, it's there's video of it. There is? Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus, once, wonderful. Once a week, I jump on your Instagram, and it's on one of your stories, and I just watch it. Oh, for God. I'm now, not Brady, on Have Instagram. you ever thrown out the first pitch? I threw out the first fetch. At a Saints game um, for the dog day that they had. First so, fetch? Yeah, I got to th- ha- I got to have my dog sit on home plate, and I threw them a ball for the... Oh. Yeah, it was well, really that's fun. that's cool. Yeah, that was a lot easier now, because you could go either way. let me ask you something. Were you nervous? No, because it's the Saints, and it was super funny and silly, and it was... Okay. Uh, you know, yeah. and I, it, I didn't have to go over the plate or anything. You know, it was like I could just throw it high in the air and know that my dogs were going to catch right. it. Was your dog nervous? I mean, that's a big crowd. You know? uh, yeah, Robo- sure. Robot was, but Izzy wasn't. Okay. okay. Izzy, Maybe Izzy should go into the Twins Clubhouse and uh, try <laughs> yeah. and loosen the boys no, up. Phil, By the way, the Twins down, are on pace to set the... the str- What's that, Kent? Have you been down in the field and, and seen these people that are throwing out first pitches? I mean, they're... They're sweating. They're they are, yeah. Moving their arms around. Uh, you know, I could tell Tom was a little nervous. I mean, he was trying to be Mr. Professional there, but I could tell that there were some nerves. And, and believe me, everybody that goes out to the throw the first pitch 
go out there and stand on that mound. The old uh, bunghole gets a little tight. <laughs> oh, okay. it really does. I would. All right. That would actually be my worst nightmare. Is the is formalness? Oh yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. More I'm like good. my husband's worst nightmare. Am I right? Thank you very much. <laughs> oh Jesus! I got to go home early. Did I tell you that? <laughs> I can leave a half hour early today. Joke. Oh God. <laughs> um. All I want to say is, Kent, I would, that would ruin me as a person, is trying to go out there and throw that ball. So it's funny, because you're very dramatic about your throw, Tom. It wasn't as bad as you've made it out to be. If That's not what go, Herbeck told me. Well, Herbeck is probably going to make fun of your everything always. You mean know, like for the last 40 years? Exactly. No, no, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> he goes, wait a minute. <laughs> Why would I do that? Why would you do what? You're such an innocent man. I was, I was jacking him up to, to throw it over the plate. Now, hey, make a nice, easy throw, you know, because I know what he felt like. Because I, I, I've done it before. I went out and threw out first pitches at the ballpark at a couple different ones and here at, at Target Field. And it's nerve-wracking. And I've done, you know, I did it my whole career. Well, I did pitch, but... Um, you want to make a good throw, and people get nervous about it, and it's, it's not an easy thing to do. I mean, you've seen all these wacky um, stars and stuff throughout first pitches, and, I mean, they, they didn't even get close to the plate. Um, if you look on, you know, first pitches, yeah. the wildest first pitches or whatever. The mayor of Cincinnati is the worst one ever. I believe, I believe it, was, it was either Cincinnati or Cleveland. It, doesn't, it goes 90 degrees out of his hand. It goes right. towards first base. Yeah, it's close. genius. It's genius PR because you know you know who yeah. no one ever talks about the guy or gal that threw a perfect lob yeah. strike yep. right over the plate, yeah. right? Yep. yep. You know who yeah. everyone talks about? Fifty Cent for hitting the Mets camera guy, That's right? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, in the yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's genius Remember, PR. Ty- it's genius. Mary PR. Tyler Moore threw out the first pitch at the dome one day and oh. threw a strike. Nice. That's Very nice. Crazy. Yeah. No one talks about it. You know, it was actually it was a career killer for her. It was a chance for her to become nationally relevant by spiking one off, you know, the 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 twin, you know, the twins first baseman's jawline. Sure. And instead right. no one ever talked about her again. I don't think I could throw that far, period. I don't think it's only I could 67 feet. It's I said what far. I said, sir. Like I think I'd have to do one of those running start ones and I, Ooh, you should do that. Yeah. Okay, we got to set her up. Throw no, the no, pitch, God, no! I, I see said you before. running up the back of the mound. I would love to see there's that. There's no, there's no, nope. That's never going to happen. I'm never going to do that. You, the anxiety, I think, would take over. You know that all my neighbors were. We had friends, neighbors, all that stuff at that game. So to this day, if I do something odd, they all go, "Yeah, nice first pitch." It wasn't that bad. If you go on it our Instagram, terrible. you can go to the Tom Bernard Show Instagram. It's in our stories. You can watch the video. Oh, look it's, at Tom looking like a fool. Go there. It's not as bad as you've made it out to seem like you literally Herbeck's did. the one that made it out. He said I almost hit the center field fence. Shocking that Herbeck is in your head. Your BFF <laughs> and you have been arguing and bickering, and he has something on you. Shocking. Yeah. You know, we, hey. next time you get Judd on on Monday, by the way, ask. We used to do a thing called the uh, the athlete challenge, or anytime yeah, someone brought yeah, up, you I've know, I, those. I could yep. I could do that, right? Like the Houston Rockets in an NBA playoff game one time missed twenty seven consecutive three point shots. God. And Judd shot his mouth off on the radio and said, "I mean, I, I mean, how is that possible? Right? I could hit one out of twenty seven And right. we said, "Oh, you could, huh? Bet. Well, let's go down to the basketball uh, court and give you a basketball and. See what happens. Did that he hit footage one is on YouTube. 
Not only did he not get one out of 27, oh. I think he might have dislocated both shoulders trying after that. <laughs> right? Like, like, he couldn't even get the ball to the front of the rim after, like, the first five tries. It's like when you go bowling and you haven't bowled in years, and all of a sudden you're like, I'm so sore. The idea of throwing a ball that hard 27 times, game over, yeah. done. And that's the thing about the first pitch. Like, most people aren't just throwing baseballs in their spare time, right? right. Maybe you, you right. played baseball as a kid. <laughs> And now yeah. you're a now you're a grown adult, and someone gives you a baseball. And you're like, I haven't thrown a baseball sixty feet in two decades, right? Yeah, it's, it's tough. Well, I was one of the f- worst players to ever play catch with. I was terrible. I couldn't. Matter of fact, I had a phobia about when the pitcher tried picking a guy off at first base. You know, and I'd catch it and I'd throw it back to the pitcher. I I had this phobia that I was always going to throw the ball over the pitcher's head. Oh yeah! Fired into the dugout uh, because it was just a nut, you know. Instead of wind up and throw it and play catch, but it's Timmy Lawner. He says, "If you ever want to get loose, go play catch with her back because you'll be running behind you. <laughs> you'll pick the ball up all the time." Well, and at, and at the Metrodome, it's not like you play on a grass field. If you overthrow someone, the ball just kind of dies. At the Metrodome, that thing's going to the wall. <laughs> <laughs> right. God, yeah. what a world! But it's not that easy of a thing to do, and Tommy didn't do too bad. No. You got to remember who was catching. I was catching, and uh, I don't move around too much like I used to. Yeah, it was so your I fault. Like I was yeah. going to make a diving stab <laughs> to catch it. All right, I'll have to look at it because I've never seen video of it. I just remember letting go, go of the ball, and I went, "Oh, that went." It's way really left. not that bad. It's so funny because in the video, the way the angle is, it mm-hmm. doesn't even look like you missed it. But or it doesn't? No, it's just you have Must Kent really telling you left act. every. Okay, I'm going to watch it right now. What was CB Buckner calling the balls and strikes? Is that why? <laughs> No, it did. Calm down, sir. <laughs> Phil, Listen. what's your take on this team? Uh, well, I, I, I think you did it. I mean, I'll Let leave me the, I'll, I'll Let leave me the how up to you, but I'll give you the why. Why can't they hit? I'll, I'll let you. You know, you can, you can tell me mechanically what they're doing wrong, but I can tell you that uh, being on pace to set the major league record for team strikeouts. Oh God! Yeah. In the, like literally in the history of baseball, 150 years, nobody has ever struck out an average of 10 times per game, which is what the Twins are at right now. Right. So, uh, so you start every game. You get 27 outs, right? I'm not a math major. You start every game on average by just giving away 10 without putting a ball in play. It's good. At least, you know, to what you were saying, at least hit a ground ball somewhere. Like give yourself a chance to. Have a ball trickle yeah. through or move a runner over or something. It's just, uh, yeah, you can't win like that, I don't think. And it's, yeah, it's, it's just surprising that everybody has jumped on the same boat. And it just, it's just, yeah, there's there's nobody that's, uh, I guess Kirilov is probably one guy that is, uh, is swinging a bat halfway decent. Yeah, yep. Back and moving the ball around. But, uh, yeah, for the whole team to go south. But then again, you know what? The season ended today. They'd be going into the playoffs, and <laughs> I know. What do you say, what yeah. do you say about that? You know what? You, you yeah. try to you try to win your division, and you go from there. Uh, Eighty-seven. We had a. You know, would we? What were we? Eighty-two and something. Would we? How many games? Were we eighty-four, eighty-five, and something. Yeah, eighty-five. Yeah. Again. <clears throat> and uh, we got hot at the right time. Everybody's back came around. Uh, people picking each other up, and and uh, we were supposed to get blown out by Detroit, and we ended up beating them, and uh, the rest is history. But um, yeah, it's a it's a weird deal. Uh, you know, luckily they're they're in the division where they're all the teams are struggling, and boy, you know what, they could become the hottest team in baseball come October, and 
win a World Series. You never, you never know in this stupid game. It's a, it's a weird one. Well, you know, there are people in, uh, you know, in the area back uh, 1987. There was a guy. I think there was a guy on some morning show that predicted the Twins were going to win the World Series before the season the season even started. But I can't remember who that was. But but yeah. I think he's been doing that ever since, though, too. <laughs> every year, yeah, I I kind of do that every year. You're right. I do that every year. No, they're going to win it all this year for the past 37 years. But man, it's God. Well, that was th- so this much this fun. segment started with you, Tom, asking, "Hey, do you guys have any recommendations for what I can watch instead of the Twins at this point?" Yes, yes. And I'm not sure if you've heard of him, but the uh, Miami Marlins have a hitter. His name is uh, Lou Lou Arise. I, I, I Lou, Lou uh, Luis, oh, Luis Arise, I guess is how you pronounce it. So he's batting yeah. 403 yeah. in the middle of June right now. So if you're looking for uh, alternate baseball teams to watch, how about that guy hitting 403 right now, chasing the first 400 batting average in about, what, 80 years or so? Um, uh, well, I mean, O'Crew was doing it back in 77, I think, at one time, wasn't he? Yes, but, anyway. but the But, well, and Gwynn in the 90s, right? Yeah. And Crew hit, what, one up 377, I think, and then Gwynn in the strike-shortened season, I think, hit 394. So we'll okay. see if he can stay above. The yeah, that's a, that's a fun thing to watch, and then people keep asking, "Geez, what would we do if we had him on the team, and how much better would we be?" Well, he'd be getting base hits, but nobody'd be knocking him in. Right, right. You know? <laughs> he'd be lonely we out just, there. That is true. <laughs> yeah. And one thing I need to point out about uh, where Arise is now, I'm looking up at the screen, and there are five people on. Well, Kent's not on the screen, but there's a square where he would be. So the five <laughs> people on this show right now. Uh, there are more people on my screen right now than go to the Miami Marlins games. There's <laughs> nobody in that stadium. No. Same for the Rays games, by the way. You yes. Combine those. Same way. God, Tampa Bay. I was watching those games. There's nobody in the stands. What are they doing? Uh, yeah, I have no clue. They they haven't had attendance there for a long time. No. Something's weird about it, yeah. Yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, that team is kicking ass, and nobody is at. I, I literally, I pointed out to Catherine the other night. I said, "Look at this, honey. There's no. Was, it, was the game started? I said, "Yeah, the game's like in the third <laughs> inning. Nobody there, and I mean literally nobody. It's sad. It's too bad. Yep. So we we don't have that anyway. Thank God. We got people showing up for the games, having fun. You know. There you go. Phil, you have fun, but apparently you're taking it off for about a week, right? You're, no, you're I, you like know, turning them off. I'm lying. You know that I'll watch every damn oh. minute because I torture okay. myself. I do love that okay. team, man. I'm just, I'm sorry, but it, I, I, I do remember when I had heard they were moving here. I was eight years old at the time. I said, "Oh my God!" Because they had the Millers, the Minneapolis Millers, but I never got to go to one of the games. Because I think the tickets to get in were like 50 cents, and I didn't have 50 cents or whatever the hell it was. But to have that baseball team show up, and again, to go to one of their first games, I will never, ever lose my love for our Minnesota Twins, no matter how much they suck right now. <laughs> you know, we should we should embrace the strikeout thing. If they break the major league record for team oh, strikeouts, God. let's hang a damn banner in Target Field. I agree. Let's put it right. Let's put it right right next to Puck Herbie, just right up there on the left side. Let's celebrate it. Yeah, along with the championship, right? <laughs> yeah, should well, be good. Still in first place. That's all. I. That's all I'm going to say. I'm still on the wagon. No, I'm you're right. Off. Yeah, like you've ever been on the wagon. Give me a break. <laughs> 
Eight's out the door. Phil, do you have to get going? I got to bounce here. I got to go. Um, no, no, I got to go spew some hot takes about our Minnesota Vikings uh, getting rid of Delvin Cook here. So okay, what are we, the people the need? The people need the Vikings hot takes on the way did out. They, did they get rid of him? Is he gone? He's going to be gone, gone today. Yeah, they're going to they're going to say goodbye. They're He's getting nothing gonna sign for with him. Miami. He's, they're not going. They're not getting anything for him, right? They're just Correct. releasing him. No, God. just a handshake. That's Thanks. all they're going to get. He's and what is this Madison yeah. kid going to be the running back then? That's the plan. So it'll be a running back by committee for the first time in a while. You got Madison will start, and then they've got a couple of young guys. Uh, Ty Chandler, who they drafted last year from Tennessee, and then uh, Dwayne McBride is probably in line to be a starter at some point. But guys you've never really heard of that are going to produce probably a thousand yards collectively is my is my guess. There you go, and they're going to throw the ball yep. all over the field. Yep, right? indeed, <laughs> that's exactly it. All right, fellas. Well, you a magnificent job of reporting today, I thought. Oh, incredible well, work yeah, by I'm, us. I'm going to still think. be watching. Me too. I'll be watching. Okay. I'll be tortured. Well, the way it started off. Keep those bungholes loose, America. <laughs> Keep those bungholes loose. <laughs> All right, fellas. Thanks a lot. Have a good weekend. Have a great weekend, guys. See Take ya. it easy. Ladies and gentlemen, Ken Herbeck Sports and Tom Bernard Morning Show is presented once again by Killebrew Old Fashioned Root Beer and Cream Soda. Start your next memory at your favorite grocery or convenience store today. Find a store near you at killebrewrootbeer.com. Thank you again to Phil Mackey, ladies and gentlemen, from Score North, of course, with Ken Herbeck. One of my favorite segments of the week. I love it. I just love Ken Herbeck. Always have, always will. He teaches me so many phrases, too. A chip and a chair. A chip and a chair. I'd never heard that phrase. I wrote it down, yeah. Oh, a chip and a chair, yeah. It's been around a long time. Pretty cute. And then what do you say? A dark, a duck fart? Duck fart. You yeah. didn't say duck fart. Never heard that one either. My favorite Herbeck story is about there was it actually made the news on a you know lower level, but some guy was literally almost rammed into Herbeck's car like 30 years ago. Yeah. When he was with the twins. And the guy, for some reason, the guy was trying to run him off the road, or I don't know what the hell he was doing. Oh, no. But apparently, uh, Kent did not take it well, and the guy would not back off. So the guy ended up taking. Now, I don't know how big Kent's hands are, but they're a lot bigger than mine. So, mm-hmm. so to get socked in the mush with that fist would not feel good. No. So I asked him the next time I talked to him on the air, on the queue, I said, So what was that all about? Why'd you hit the guy? He goes, What do you mean? I said, well, why'd you hit him? He goes, well, because shit happens. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Shit does do- definitely does happen. <laughs> it definitely does happen. And the next shit that happens is going to be Timmy Lammers is coming up in just a couple minutes. We'll take a break. Be right back with Timmy Lammers and his Hollywood report. This is Tommy B. for our new advertiser, Niemeyer Trailer Sales. They've been a part of Minnesota since 1965. The name says it all, too. They are family. If you want to take your passion on the road, Make memories camping wherever you want. No motors, but pull trailer RVs. Go to Niemeyer Trailer Sales. Father Jim Sr. started the business, and now brother and sister team Tim and Lisa handle Albertville with Jim Jr. at the helm in Elko New Market. The best name in non-motorized RVs with great deals on the best brands like Rockwood and Northwood. Niemeyer Trailer Sales truly outservices their competition with personable employees, often sons and daughters of this third-generation family-owned business, who simply do what they say they will do every time because their names are on the building. And with a huge selection of RV services pros, you will leave satisfied no matter what you're looking for. They take care of every memory maker, I mean customer, 
that comes in in their Albertville location or Elko New Market location, head to N-I-E-M-E-Y-E-R-S dot com and put your passion on the road. Niemeyer Trailer Sales. Ready, set, summer. Hi, Judd Zolgad here. You know, the unofficial start of summer, well, it's here. Whether you're heading to the beach, the ballpark, or a barbecue, summer's more fun when you are feeling your best. Let Livia Weight Control Centers help you make the most of our beautiful summer days. Join Livia's doctor-recommended program today and get eight weeks free. That's right, eight weeks for free. You could lose up to 15 pounds or more by the 4th of July. I lost 40 pounds on this program a couple of years back, and I'm going to tell you the most important thing. The dietitians and nutritionists at Livia are going to help you maintain weight loss. We've all lost weight, right? Inevitably, it feels like it comes back. Not with this program. It has done right by me, and I'm going to tell you right now, it's going to do right by you. Summertime is here, and Livia wants you to make the most of it. Call 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A or visit LiviaLivea.com. Join today and get eight weeks for free. Again, 15 pounds or more lost by the 4th of July. Are you kidding me? Call 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A. Livia voted Minnesota's best weight loss program two years in a row. Check them out to lose the weight. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Timmy Lammers brought to you by Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant, personal injury lawyers seeking justice for the injured. Michael Bryant and Timmy Lammers. How are you doing, Timmy? I'm good. I'm good. I caught the very tail end of uh, Phil Mackey's thing about Dalvin Cook. I am so tired about this daily stuff. Is he going to get traded? Is he going to get released? Right. All these clickbait headlines all over the place. And, you know, I think they should have got something for him, don't you? Well, you would think. I just assumed they would, but they got nothing for him. Yeah, although these days, and maybe they're worth a lot more than I think they are, but, you know, when you hear about, well, they got a fourth-round pick or a fifth-round pick, I mean, I guess now looking at this situation where he just walks away, nothing. I guess – Fourth or fifth round is something, but uh, yeah, whatever. I mean, it's they're they're in the business of football. Apparently, the the Wilfs know what they're doing by letting him go. But I thought he was a hell of a player. Yeah, he was at one time, but I, I just last year he was okay at best. Well, he's just one of those guys that just seemed to get injured, you know. Yeah, that's I mean, true. Just, yep. You know, and 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 the uh, so you can give him a big contract, and just like that picture we were talking about on the family podcast the other day getting the big contract and <laughs> like 200 million a year 250 <laughs> million dollar contract that he pitched 31 <laughs> innings and got hurt and he's out of baseball quarter and he gets all the money <laughs> a quarter of a and by the way there's no insurance the team owes him every dime of a quarter of a billion dollars Oh, my God. I mean, you would think maybe even Lloyd's of London, they're the high-risk people. They won't even touch it. No, they wouldn't even touch it. And and there's a prime example. So if you uh, probably aren't getting the vibe, I'm trying to avoid talking about Transformers. Oh, I heard it's terrible. (laughs) I heard it's just terrible. Yeah, I I, I keep picking these winners for you, Tom, because... You know, what was it last week? The Spider-Man movie, and then you have Fast and Furious. How many weeks ago was that? That's already on premium video on demand. Even though it's making money, it just shows you how quickly these shows or films go from theaters to um, video on demand, where you probably ultimately, if you're talking to Family Four, are paying a lot less. Um, So we have another one this week. This is, believe it or not, the seventh Transformers movie. Jesus. Transformers Rise of the Beasts. Rise of the Beasts. Right. You know, Tommy, 
we got to hear your voice, voices again, your voice, other voices on trailers again. They don't do don't trailers do anymore. anymore. Yeah, they do. Why did they stop doing movie trailers? That makes no sense to me. It, it really doesn't. Uh, so, yeah, let's get on that, man. Also, I was thinking, you know, you got great voices. A guy's name is Peter Cullen, who voices mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. uh, Optimus Prime. There's a new beast-like uh, Transformer uh, faction called the Maximals, where you have Optimus Primate. Oh, well. <laughs> Optimus Primal. Optimus Primal. Uh, which is a gorilla uh, voiced by Ron Perlman. So a lot of great voices in there, a lot of distinctive voices. So I'm thinking of myself and I'm watching this. God, Tommy should be voicing a Transformer, man. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah, they don't do him at all anymore. My favorite of all time is a guy named Alan Blevis. He was a Canadian guy. And Alan, Alan Blevis, I think his first big trailer was uh, the movie Ragtime. When he oh, came yeah. And went, Good times, bad times, ragtime. It was just beautiful. God, he was a great voiceover guy. Movie trailers were huge back when I was a kid, and now they don't do them at all anymore. Yeah, yeah. I it's just I don't get action, it. action, 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 and nothing, right. nothing aside from that. But I was actually talking about you could actually voice a Transformer. Because oh, you mean you like an actual Transformer? Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, that too. You should be voicing the trailer and a Transformer. So anyway, this film is the second of a reboot of the series, essentially. In 2018, there was a Transformer. It was Bumblebee. And they kind of went back to basics. They didn't have as many of these cars that transform into humanoid-like beings in a right, way. They still look right. like machines, but they have humanoid characteristics. Uh, Rise of the Beast is a sequel to this prequel film, this is set in 1994, and it's sort of eerie because at one point, it's in New York City, you can see the Twin Towers from afar. Oh, really? Yeah, that's really, really weird. So it's about, uh, we don't got Shia LaBeouf anymore. We don't have Mark Wahlberg. This is, again, oh, really? time. So we have this character, an Army veteran named Noah Diaz, played by Anthony Ramos. And uh, Brittany, I would imagine you know this guy from Hamilton, right? Anthony yeah. Ramos? Yeah, yeah, yes. Um, and... Because he, how long was he with Hamilton then? Well, long enough to get all the recognition, like Lin Manuel and all those yes, guys. Yes, absolutely. But it definitely launched some careers. Absolutely, I didn't. When I saw Hamilton, he had left by then. But um, yeah, iconic. You saw Hamilton. I loved it. Oh, well, God. and that, that's what the reason I had to go to her for that because I knew in no way in hell you're going to see Hamilton, Tommy. It uh, was you would love it. That's what's so funny is you would love it. No, I wouldn't. Yes, you would. Catherine Brantz, one of her best friends, Patty is her name, yeah. has seen Hamilton twenty times. That's a lot. She loves that. I mean, she just absolutely thinks it's the greatest thing she's ever seen. I've seen it once, and I, I mean, I'm I love musicals, and I went that's. That's good. I saw it once. I'm fine with that. Um, mm -hmm. But I don't. Uh, I lizard. Don't... <laughs> oh, there is a lizard. Lizard. Yeah, son brought up his bearded dragon. Oh my god, here. that thing's Jules. huge. Is that real? It is real. Oh What's my its god. Name? Oh yeah, he's trying to punch you in the face right well, now. Oh, it's a cuddler. He wants to just be on your shoulder. What's its name? Uh, Jules. 
Oh, there we go. He's, oh, oh, he, yeah. oh, he turns around so you can see his face. See, I love son. that. You owe some FaceTime. Your I son love knows that. what the moneymaker is, and it's that it's that mug. It'll sit there. He, she will sit there all day if you let her. And what was you her know, name uh, again? Uh, Jules. She's Jules. Jules. Jules is cute. And you know what? The thing is, at first, you, you don't know the sex of these bearded dragons. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he could explain it to you better than me, but basically when we found out it was a girl... He shortened the name from Julian to Jules. It's perfect. There you go. There you go. Jules, so, iconic. This is this is honestly kind of a little uh, segue into why what I do like about this Transformers movie is that again I mentioned Ron Perlman voicing like a Transformers like right yeah uh, a, a gorilla they the the Maximals they're they're called and they're they're all cool I mean they're really like tiger like and a hawk and and not a bearded dragon, but a, <laughs> a gorilla. So that is different. So they're they're freshening it up. They obviously have Anthony Ramos. Uh, Dominique Fishback is another new cast member. They got new Transformers. It's not the Decepticons in this one. It's the Terracons. You still have the Autobots. Basically, they're all vying for this key that will get the Autobots back to their home planet. So, you know, the, the, the plot is paper thin. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I like that they're mixing it up, but ultimately we get to that third act and it ends the way that all of those other Transformers movies ended. Yeah. Just crash, boom, bang, rinse, wash, repeat, wash, rinse, repeat, whatever you want to say. And, you know, maybe that's cool to the father and the couple kids that he's bringing. And that's fun. I mean, I, I don't want to deny that audience. But for people that have seen all the other movies, it's just more of the same. It's just old hat. It just feels way too familiar. So, you know, I'm I'm sure Joe from Louisville is not going to be happy with this review because he kind of gave me a warning about not knocking the Transformers on the family podcast. Um, But you know what? It's just you got to come up with something different, man. Not good, <laughs> I'm not huh? talking about just Transformers. I'm talking about get rid of the Fast and Furious, get rid of Transformers, get rid of the superhero movies, right. all of that, and give us something original, for God's sakes. And you know what was interesting about yesterday? Of all trailers they showed, this was interesting to me. They showed Oppenheimer, which is going to be great, but they also showed a trailer for Golda, which is the story of Golda Meir, played really? by Helen Mirren. Oh, I love so, Helen Mirren. You know, it's like, wow, that that is something I haven't seen before. I mean, I certainly know who Golden My Ear was. But, yeah, I mean, but that's the sort of stuff you're never going to see in the summer. So what you have throughout the entire summer are basically movies that you're going to see over and over and over again. Now, I will say just a slight tease to next week. Uh, I think that The Flash rise above, rises above that. I've already seen that film. So uh, we also have Indiana Jones coming up, too. So who knows? Who knows? Maybe the summer will be saved. Mission Impossible. But right now, I'm not impressed with what I've seen so far with all the summer offerings. Well, God, it's the same movies over and over and over. Ten, uh, what is it, Fast X? I mean, really, ten yeah. of those? Really? You need ten? I think it's a real telling sign uh. when that thing... It, it debuts on premium video on demand within about three weeks, maybe. Yeah, yep. I mean, that's a real telling sign of where these films... I mean, now, it's a nice option. They're still going to make money. Right, not nearly as right. much money as they would in the theater. But it'll be interesting to see where this film ends up. 
because it's perennially, uh, yeah, I can't say that word, you know, it's generally, those films are billion-dollar films worldwide. If you can say generally, you can say... Perennially. Perennially. Very good. Very, very good. You did it. Yeah, baby. I'm proud so, of you. So, you know, obviously Jules <laughs> isn't impressed by it. Um, no, she won't but, even look no. at you. She keeps looking away going, <laughs> like, what is I don't his agree deal? with him. Oh, look, he's going to that, give you a kiss. I think she's telling you that you can go ahead and never have to review another Transformer or Fast and the Furious one ever again. <laughs> Good. I think or we're fine gonna, with that. If we're going to do a Transformers a maximum, we need to get a Bearded Dragon in there, baby. Yeah, just just go ahead and skip those ones because it sounds yeah, terrible. Quick streaming recommendation. The docuseries Arnold is new on Netflix. A lot of stuff about Arnold Schwarzenegger that I didn't know coming into this movie. And I'm telling you what, after seeing this movie... Maybe he's not the greatest actor in the world, but that man is driven and he wills things to happen. So a real fascinating three hour, three part docuseries, Arnold on Netflix. Check it out. Do they go into the his because everyone's talking about they that they had the show prior about his weightlifting and how he got there. But do they yeah. go into his cheating and stuff like that? Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I admire about the yeah. guy. He has the guts to admit it. You know, they talk around things they're certainly because yeah. he had final uh, approval on this right <laughs> but he's divided the first part is about bodybuilding second part is about movies third is about politician his political career and that's where they get into the whole cheating thing yeah. i didn't realize he was together he was with uh maria. shriver maria for a very very long time i yeah, didn't realize was. how soon yeah yeah, yeah. so um it, yeah it's interesting and i i like the fact that they went with the warts and all approach because he admitted it, that he effed up. That's what he says. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and uh, you know what? Mike Bryan actually saw him speak somewhere recently. We talked about it. You have to ask him about it. And he was really impressed with, with Arnold and his honesty uh, and, and, and just the entire speech. I mean, again, the guy is a motivating individual if you uh, give him the time to talk, you know. And who's not going to give the guy the microphone? So. Uh, I sent I sent uh, Rudy a picture before. I actually met him at the Mall of America Good at call. Planet Hollywood in 90, 95. And uh, I know the rumor out there is that he's shorter than 6'2". I can tell you that man is at least 6'2 at that time. He was a big fella. I will say this. There are two people in that photo, and only one of them looks exactly the same. Yeah, Bill Carlson, my late mentor, was he introduced me to Arnold. Timmy... He was about 50 pounds, 60 pounds lighter, and he had a lot of hair <laughs> and no gray beard. I couldn't work. You didn't recognize me. Yeah. I, I, said, and I said, the dude on the left, you're not going to know who he is. No idea it was you. Yeah. <laughs> That's why. Well, mm-hmm. Jules is on to something. She had to retire. So I think it's also time for us to retire. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, not re- to retire for the weekend. Yeah. For the weekend only. Okay. Timmy, thank you. Thank you. Have a great weekend, y'all. And Tommy, we'll talk next week. Bye, Jules. Bye, Jewel. Or bye, your son. What's his name? Bye, your son. Bye, Chris. Oh, yeah, bye. Oh, I'm getting off a good button. Chris's arm. There (laughs) you go. Oh, you're lovely. (laughs) All right. See you later. Ladies and gentlemen, Timmy Lammers brought to you by Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury lawyer seeking justice for the injured. That is going to do it. We'll talk to you on Monday, the Tom Bernard Show.